episode of money lab i'm your host matt hate us because they ain't us jivanisi and today we're talking about the podcast marketing burst recap it's over folks joining me is the founder of listenmoneymatters.com and the co-host of the listen money matters podcast andrew fiebert hey man how's how's business how's life Knowing that we're recording the last one of the first, and then I'll get my life back. I um, love the show, love recording with you. It was, it, was a lot, it was more work, and I think we've maybe aged a bit. We're not as, uh, yeah. We used to, I don't know how we did like eight because I remember we had to do seven for a week. We had one day to record, yeah, and we were like, if we could only get ahead one day, and we would just eight every, I, I don't even know. Well, they were half hour episodes true but still i don't know i don't know i i remember that was all we were doing though like all we were focused on was the podcast that was like the whole life yeah 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 um this yeah this was this was hard because we're we're we had to do a daily show and then we also had another show that we were doing weekly so really and other businesses and, and yeah, life and responsibilities. Other, yeah, uh, ain't twenty anymore. Yeah, never again. <laughs> I don't want to do, do daily unless I just don't. I just especially hour long daily episodes. That was it was it was hard. Um, before we get really into it though, Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And MoneyLab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, MoneyLab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Um, to be, let's, to be, to be fair, we are recording this on October 23rd. So the month is not technically over yet. Uh, we, we feel like we have enough information to, I, to discuss. I think, I think there's enough information. Cause we, so we did talk about if we could even talk about it yet. Yeah, and we both agree that we could. Yeah, let me give you. Can I give you? Can I give you numbers? Yeah, let's sure. talk about analytics first. Okay. Okay. Um, like website or podcast? Podcast. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. So this show is hosted with a company called Transistor.fm. Justin Jackson uh, is a co-founder of that company. He was on this show once. Uh, they have really good analytics. I can tell you as of right this second, are they they give you an estimated subscriber count, uh, mm-hmm. and that is their it's a basically a guess on 
subscribers and the way they calculate it is podcast subscriber counts are notoriously difficult to measure, which is what they say. We average the first 24 hours of downloads of your last three episodes to calculate an estimated subscriber count. Right now, our estimated subscriber count is 839. Mm. Um, that has been up in into the thousands, and now it's at it's been pretty much leveled at about 800. Uh, the actual number of downloads. So again, we're we're recording this on the 23rd. We only have you know there's only been what 22 episodes that have been published, 23 episodes that have been published in the month. In October 2018, we've gotten 29,332 downloads. Uh, not really, really hard to say how many of those people are new, how many, you know, of those uh, are just downloading every episode, you know, all, all 40-something episodes uh, right. or their, you know, whatever. It, it's really just hard to, to do this. If we look at the overview, um, on average... I would say we're getting roughly, if I had to make a guess, like 1,300 downloads an episode. And that's over, you know, one, two weeks. Yeah. Like usually for Listen Money Matters, we talk to advertisers. Typically, it's over like 60 days. Yeah. But um, we're seeing them, you know, ramp up downloads quickly and then hover around a specific number. Like... Yeah. Um, so here's what didn't happen. I uh, the The... What we were trying to prove with this stunt, right, is when we did it, when we did it for Listen Money Matters, when we went daily, we saw a significant jump in downloads. I don't mm. even remember how significant, but I remember it to the point where we were like, it was hard to do it at daily, and then we were like, we're doing it daily forever. Well, day by day, the day like the sum total of the episodes is like whatever is the download number in the day is mm-hmm. the sum total for that day would continue to increase. So if like Monday got a thousand Tuesday might be 1100 total downloads received that day. And so yeah. it was a pretty compelling graph. Yep, It was a very addicting graph. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that, I mean, I remember us ranking in iTunes mm. because of that. There was like no podcasts. That's it true. It really wasn't. I mean, so 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 the experiment was to prove if we could quickly grow a podcast using techniques that have worked before, and those techniques were basically doing it a daily a daily episode. Mm-hmm. And what we, the other things that I had in this were we were going to produce a new episode every single day, uh, and in hopes that we could hack the algorithms of these of these podcast networks and and start to rank in them. I will I will say that that did not happen. Money Lab as a podcast never really made it into the top anything of anything. If if it if it if it ended up anywhere, it was in Apple Podcast business category and subcategory careers and hovering around a hundred. Mm. No one's finding it. I did have some anecdotes of people say that they found it in 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 uh, Apple, but one I had one anecdote that was emailed to me. The other strategy was to get booked on other successful podcasts. I did. I was booked on Fizzle, and I was booked on Niche Pursuits, mm-hmm. and I was booked on Bigger Pockets Money. But that episode hasn't aired yet, and I don't know if it will air at this point. I thought it would air pretty quickly, but I don't know if I'm just like far. If they record that far in advance, that's pretty advanced. 
Uh, <laughs> I did that last month in, in September, middle September. So who knows? Maybe the episode wasn't good enough or the recording came out bad or whatever. Mm. Um, but that's a pretty decent sized show that uh, would have brought some traffic, I imagine. Fizzle really didn't bring in much, if, if any. I think uh, what did bring in traffic was the fact that I was, you know, I have a course in Fizzle right now, but I don't think that that's, I don't think that that worked either, mm. um, at least for the podcast. I was on Niche Pursuits, the podcast, and that did bring in a significant amount of new subscribers um, to the to the website. Not I'm not sure how many of those translated into the podcast. But I would say that, um, you know, us doing the daily episodes alone did not really move the needle much. Because uh, we pretty much have had the same amount of subscribers since the beginning. I Booking big guests, we realized very early on in the daily recording that uh, guests were just not fun to do. I mean... And it slowed everything down. We needed to, like, crank them out, but everyone has their special schedules they need to accommodate. Yep. And of the few that we did have, I feel like there was at least least one reschedule, if not two. Yeah. It was was kind of not fun. And Mm. um, I don't... The names that we got weren't big enough, I think, to move the needle in the search. So I just don't think that that was the way to do it. Uh, We... We did leverage the List of Money Matters audience. We did take one of our episodes. I think it was it was an, an older episode that Andrew and I did and put it in the List of Money Matters feed. That definitely worked, for sure. I, I was that, even told that it was maybe the not best episode to put in. Really? Yeah, because I was more... Not like rambling, but it was more like long form, us talking about things that maybe few people still care about. Okay. So we want to throw another one, another one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that one, um, that definitely helped though. That, mm. that probably brought in the most amount of subscribers that we have now. Cause which makes I, sense. Cause it's, you know, yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of this I'm getting anecdotally through the, through email people, you know, email me and say, uh, how much they love the podcast that, mm. so the, we have been getting nothing but positive feedback on this show. That's awesome. The reviews have been awesome. The emails that I've got have been awesome. Uh, no one has any any cr- real criticisms about the show and, and our format and what we're doing or us as hosts or, you know, because we get a lot of that at Listen Money Matters, but we are not really getting it at mm. Money Lab yet. Uh, <laughs> I say yet because I just want to <laughs> give myself an out. Um, so... Yeah, and 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 the reason I know that again is because people email and say I heard you on Niche Pursuits, and now I listen to your podcast, or I came over from Listen Money Matters. So, uh, yeah, I would say that the marketing burst experiment of producing a podcast every single day as really like a way to hack growth did not work. Right. Okay. Now, I I sometimes talk about. Um, when I talk about when I do money lab experiments, I think people like them because I'm honest, mm. and I usually don't spin things. I usually don't, uh, you know, if it sucks, it sucks. And I and I kind of like I like that idea is like, look, I tried this, this did not work for me. Fuck me, right? Just mm. bottom line. 
<laughs> uh, sometimes I, I, I give a lot of shit to people who always spin things into the pot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, but the good that came out of it was, like, dude, it, can something just suck? I mean, you look at the experiments on Money Lab, and I would say more than half have not worked yeah. or in progress, which is emblematic of what it's like to build a business. Like, right. In hindsight, most of the shit that I've done, at least, was wrong. Right. Yeah. So that's just the, that's the truth of it. But I will yeah. say, uh, this experiment has made. I mean, we did almost did an episode. We did an episode um, about the fly on the wall episode where we talked about uh, like creating content and how things need to be good. We also that was did a literally fly- us recording a com. We just set our yeah. things to auto record. It was yeah. So I want to talk about what we learned from this. Mm. What did you, did you learn anything? Uh, like, uh, did, or you can say like if you felt a certain way about it, or if you're just like, um, I mean, I'm to to be honest, like, I'm glad it's over. Yeah. So okay, <laughs> I'm glad it's over too. You know, yeah. I never wanted to like really say that when we were doing because I didn't want you to like feel whatever. But um, it was it was a lot mm-hmm. of like work, being that we both have like other responsibilities, things that I feel like I took away from it. Um, I think it forced us to kind of refine our process on podcasting in general. Yeah. Um, I think uh, we just, first of all, it like was a good way to kind of break us back into podcasting together. <laughs> True. <laughs> like it's now really not a thing because we just did, we just yeah. beat it to death. Right. Um, and I'm glad I, we don't hate each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, it forced us to be productive when we're together. Yeah, uh, I, I think it was more about like honing the craft and just how we will like. I think we have already have a really good idea of how we want to approach things going forward. Yeah. So in that sense, I found it useful. Well, I want to talk about that because I we did I, also get paid. We did get paid. Yeah. Although not, not enough in hindsight. No, no, not enough in hindsight. But uh, it, I, honestly, I don't know if any amount of money because like at the end of every we did, we recorded on Tuesdays and Thursdays. For the most part, I think we only missed like two or three days, maybe two. It started in like early September, I think. Yeah. So on my time, I would start at 10, you would start at noon, and we would record almost the entire day, days. We, we started recording in August. On August. So, not damn. for this. Not for this. In September. Oh, damn. Yeah. We, for this? we did four episodes on a Friday. In on August twenty fourth, what was when? No, when did we do the the first episode of the burst, which was about uh, building a online product <gasps> in seven days? Oh, right, right. You're right because we started a little ahead of time. Building an online product in seven days. I think we did it in we did it in like first or second week of September. Yeah. So, yeah. So we recorded and like by the. Dude, I'm like, I mean, we're it's 2.51 p.m. here. So I started at 10 a.m. this morning. We've recorded three episodes already. This is the fourth episode. Like, I'm fucking toast. Like, I'm yeah. tired. Usually after you finish recording, I go into Laura's office and just, like, lay down on the carpet and just moan. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I, uh, I usually, yeah. I haven't eaten all day. Like, yeah, yeah, same. I haven't eaten. I haven't, like, I don't drink water because I don't want to pee every five seconds. So mm-hmm. it's like, it is a, it's demanding. It's physically demanding. I won't say like that physically demanding, but you know. But I, I will say in talking about it, I almost feel like 
we're we're like kids because we did each get to keep twenty five hundred dollars to do what amounts to thirty one hours of work. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, you have to edit. No, I have to edit, and then that's more than that. Like we had to we put it together. Like we have to talk about it beforehand. Yeah, it it is pretty good with that. Yeah. So, but that's come with practice. I I think like my my takeaway from it the one is the format itself um i mean like you were in the process of like moving the list of money matters feed and it got me thinking about you know podcasting and and i really i had a lot of conversations with like friends and you about what podcasting is like what like how do you actually grow this? Because it was it was pretty clear, you know, from pretty early on that it wasn't gonna. There was no. There was. It was not gonna grow. Mm-hmm. I, at least to me, I, I I I felt as though pretty early on into recording. I'm like into the month when the month started. I was like, yeah, this isn't gonna do what I wanted it to do. But we had from to, looking at the stats it. or feeling based on the things we were creating. No, not based on what we were creating. Uh, but yeah, based on the stats and just my overall gut feeling about it and where it was going, I'm like, yeah, this is not how you build a podcast. Mm. This is, I mean, it, it, it certainly worked before. Now, yeah. if I go, if we go back and think about listen, money matters. Okay. What, you know, yes, we were doing daily episodes, but was it because we were doing daily episodes mm. or was it a, that, or was it, I think it was two main things. Okay. I think actually no, I'm sorry. I, I think it's more, but I, but I think we seeded it with like every single person we knew, like for the first time ever in my life, after having used Facebook for how long, which, which I don't really now, but yeah, everyone's always promoting things and asking for things. I've never ever ever done that, and I remember we both like emailed everyone like in our lives or just texted. I remember that. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. Just got everyone. And I remember in the beginning, it was a lot of people we knew and it kind of grew through that. Yeah. Um, and I think that we benefited from there just really not being many podcasts Mm -hmm. and there being nothing like what we wanted to create. I mean, now like there's, if you go to like, Podcasts that drink beer on the show. Like now, I'm team million do that, even in the personal finance space. But at the time, it was like none other that existed. I, I, I I think it was Mr. Money Mustache. You think it was that episode that Mm -hmm. uh, we certainly rode that train? I don't know. Did that happen in May when we were when we started daily? Because I, I, in my brain, it it, that's when it happened. It might have. So it, it may have happened later than that. But I remember. He uh, he tweeted that he was on the show, mm-hmm. and that tweet he doesn't tweet often, but he has a big following. And that tweet was also on the homepage of his website. It was on every page of his website because it's in the sidebar. Oh right, and yeah. the people in his community were freaking out. Like he had a really big forum, and they were freaking out because he doesn't really talk. He doesn't really like put himself out there verbally. Uh, At least then he didn't. Right. Yeah. No, I think now. he's in like a documentary. And oh, like sure, that. sure. Uh, so like, any chance to get to hear him and not read him was like a new format to like you know to consume him in, and we were the first to sort of like, I, I, maybe we weren't the first, but 
certainly whatever it was like it was just we a did good... chase names like chris gillibo and yeah you know james clear i remember i when before I they had of, podcasts yeah like james clear didn't have a podcast he maybe did one or two interviews and i literally searched the web trying to find them yeah and i was just, I, I was like oh like say i did the same thing with corbett i was like yeah. you know why don't we be one of those places yeah so uh and that we didn't do and i don't think we brought mm-hmm. on uh, and I don't, and honestly, I don't think that that's how it really, I mean, look. I don't think it works like that anymore, you know? Well, yeah. Like Corbett so, has done 11 billion podcasts. And so now it's not only like, can you be one of the few, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of many. And then you have to be at the top, which right. is tends to be size based. Yeah. I, I do think there are special people that will cause your podcast to spike like that, but I and and I want to talk about that because um, I want to talk. I want to spend this episode sort of discussing the future of podcasting and the future of this show and what we plan on doing. Because mm. I've been having all sorts of feelings about it, and all the feels, and, and yeah, and trying to like uh, wrap my head around what it is I want to do with the show because I don't want it to go away. I like recording. I like doing this. Uh, but I do want it to grow. I don't mm. want to, I want it to grow and I want, I want more feedback. I mean, I'm getting good feedback now. I want feedback of like, holy shit. Like that was awesome. Like, whoa, whoa, dude. And I've gotten feedback like that, but I, I think we, as a, as a, as a medium, mm-hmm. it is so easy for us to flip on these microphones and talk to each other. Right. Yeah. We are probably entertaining just naturally, naturally. Yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah. Uh, But I think. It's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Now, I uh, there's a couple things I want to bring up. One, Nathan Barry just published an article on his website that for some reason or another, it uh, gave me an emotional reaction, a negative one that I wasn't real happy about. What was it? I like Nathan, oh, and yeah. I like what he writes. So just that, first of all, I don't like I don't like getting angry at people I like. Yeah, and I, I wasn't not, not him specifically. He was there when we needed him in the beginning of our internet things. Yeah, I mean he he's he's yeah, uh, but his article was about, and I should bring it up and not and not butcher it, but. Um, you could paraphrase it and or even just take the ideas you took out of it. Look, and, you know, if he felt differently, he could always, you know, petition to come on. So he, his article was called How to Fix Podcasting's Critical Flaw. And his critical flaw, he thinks, is that podcasts can't go viral or that it's hard for a podcast to go viral. Mm. And he brings up Sean McCabe who um, I've not heard of his show or listened to I, it. I know, I know of him. I know of him. He's, uh, he's good. It, it, it's, you have to be like in, deeply in his camp, I think, to appreciate. But the, basically he was talking about, I, I think what I gathered from it was in order to make a podcast go viral, you have to take clips from the podcast. It has to be video, and you put it up on YouTube, and that's how shit goes viral. So... He cites, uh, he cites a couple of examples of it. Um, one, he cites Mark Marin, who interviewed Barack Obama. 
who already had a top five podcast in the world. Yep. And the reason... And I'm sorry, like, if you did, like, cleaning your oven with Barack Obama, your shit's going viral. If you... if. <laughs> And his well, name, if he is physically there, that shit's going viral. It's not so you're right. So Mark. he said, "Here's the, the deal: is that he's not Mark Marin, and and he's not Barack Obama. So, like, yes, that is a confluence of two of a podcast. First of all, that's pretty famous, and then the most famous man in America at the time, mm-hmm. going on a podcast for the first time. Like the president has never been on a podcast, an act, yeah. a, 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 a a sitting president." And Mark's it was a, approach, like, implies that it will be really interesting. Right, and, and, and real and candid. Yeah. And that went viral because the whole situation was newsworthy. Mm. So it got picked up by all of the news organizations, and that's how that episode went viral. It wasn't on video. Mm. It was audio only. Yeah. The other example he gives is Elon Musk on Joe Rogan. That went viral too. Now, again, another same guy thing. who has such an audience. The the arguably, Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast on the planet. Mm. And I was even El- talking about Elon. Elon and Elon Musk huge. is yeah, again, also huge. And Elon Musk rarely does candid interviews like that. And but I think the reason that that went viral Cause is because he smoked pot. Yeah, and it went and it went. It became newsworthy. Mm. Okay. Uh, then you enter all of these. This idea that like things, like an, a podcast itself, a podcast episode is it's hard for it to go viral, and it's because you need to do it uh, on video. You need to take a three. You need to turn it into a three minute video and put it up on YouTube, and then it has it's. So he's making the argument, at least from my skimming of this article, because honestly, I didn't read it, <laughs> which is like bad, but. Uh, he has a blueprint for for helping things go viral, which is mm-hmm. uh, transcribe your show, which I disagree with. I as an, agree as an with your disagreement. Uh, lean on your editor to find bits and pieces and ask your listeners to, to find bits and pieces and turn that into creating videos and live stream your whole thing. Now, I say, like, so Justin Jackson live streams his videos, and but they're, I, don't, I don't watch them because... Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch two people on Skype, personally. Not to say that that can't... I, I, do, I don't think things like that can go viral. And I don't know what... Depending on what you mean by viral. Um, so I'm... And so it talks about uh, books or blog posts, uh, creating books, doing images, quotes that you can put on Instagram, stuff like that. Like, there's, there's, there's things like that. Okay. I want to make some arguments against this article because I, I, I kind of disagree with all of this. I think all of what we're talking about is that why podcasts don't go viral. I think because they fucking suck is, the, is it. They just suck. <laughs> right? It, here's, I'll give you an example of a, of mm. a show. You know what show went viral? What? Cereal. Yeah. That shit was Fucking SNL did a whole goddamn bit on a podcast. Like, it was the most successful podcast ever. And because the thing it is, went people viral. don't understand the amount of effort that went into that. Yes. Like, the, the, probably the hours, probably months worth of audio 
yep. the planning out the of editing. the story ahead of time, and then, yeah, then editing it into that story with an arc. Yeah, you know that was master crafted end to end. And take the same exact thought process and put it towards Mark Maron's entire career and Joe Rogan's entire career. Mm. These motherfuckers have been in the industry for twenty plus years. Yeah, and they and they're getting these these big viral hits in way later. You're taking their entire career and saying, "Why did Joe Rogan go famous? Why did Barack Obama?" And I'm like, "Well, what about Serial? Serial also had a huge network behind them, mm-hmm. right? They had NPR yeah. or whatever, WW, some whatever. They it was huge... off on the side, but it was uh, the the guy from This American Life, right? I think it was huge yeah. jumping off point. Same with Startup. When Startup went super big, and they made a fucking TV show out of the first season of a goddamn podcast. Yeah. Why? Because he had a reputation in radio. Every every one of these examples, and it was it was different than what was out there. It wasn't a rehashing of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and it was highly produced. So what about, so what is this? I, I just kind of, is this article gave me, again, not his fault. He's, he's trying to fix a, a problem, but I think he's making it a technical issue. And I'm mm. like, and I'm tired of it being a technical issue. I, I don't think it's a technical issue. And in fact, um, that brings me to show notes because this is I got this email t- this morning and uh it it's it and I don't mean I know I know Pam's going to listen. I don't I don't I'm not saying it it just irked me a little bit. And I, it's not not in a negative way, in a way that like I took I a shower. I don't necessarily agree with you on this. Oh, I know you don't. Even though uh, you know what we're doing. Well, that so I, when I said it irked me, it means like it made me think. Yeah. I I I read the whole article. So, uh, so, our, so our say, what, say, read the email. So, people yeah, because it's not a, it's not a bad email. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like I had a, uh, a negative reaction to it. But I went into the shower and thought about it. Had a conversation with Steph this morning, and I wanted to have this conversation with you. So, this is from Pam Tremble of StationaryNerd.com. She wrote, "I'm loving the daily podcast in October. I'm behind and just listened to episode 40 this morning. I really, really, really want to share that episode in one of the Facebook groups I admin." except there doesn't appear to be a direct link to that episode and no show notes, of course, on the Money Lab website. I'm going to just have to direct them to one of the podcast players for a direct link, but wouldn't you prefer people to land on your website instead? Why push them to a third-party site and not your own? It seems that goes against everything you are teaching us about SEO and website traffic for conversion of that site visitor. Just something to think about while you're being stubborn about show notes, smiley. Face. <laughs> so well, thank yeah. you for calling him stubborn. Cause... Yes, and it's true. I want to. So, I want to. I I thought a lot about this. I really did, and I thought a lot about show can, notes. Can I? But, can I add some color? First? Please. So we're we're migrating the podcast. Something that we've been like belly aching out over for months. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that to do was move our player over. And uh, like in that, because I can't not look at data and stuff, it turns out just shy of 17% of all Listen Money Matters listens come from the website, mm-hmm. from show notes. And if you've seen our listen boxes, as big as the player, if not bigger, our links to go listen elsewhere, you know, we, we try really hard to push people to subscribe, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yet still, every Monday, 
uh, you know, the show notes uh, gets like, you know, 200 to 500 people that are listening to it. And I don't, I mean, maybe because they're on a computer, they want to listen to their computer. I, I don't know yeah. why. Um, and I think it's similar to the episode we did with the YouTube videos where it's like you're just going to stick a YouTube video on an article that's, yeah. you know, getting traffic. And, and we actually, our biggest articles don't have episodes attached. Yeah. And so I think it is perhaps similar in that regard, like monetizing an existing channel. Yeah. I um, I want to make this argument. Mm. I think show notes are dead. <laughs> I I don't think that... Uh, well, first of all, here's, here's the reason I don't do show notes. Because one, I don't want to put them together. Mm. So that's the first thing. You know that I don't. I know that you don't. I also believe so much in SEO and that all content on my website should be amazing long form, uh, you know, like just like super rich. And a single podcast episode being a single URL is not going to be rich enough for SEO. And in fact, you've seen this happen with, with List of Money Matters. So it, we're we're feeling like uh, some of the less beefy show notes are the ones that probably don't need to exist. Yeah. Before technically, it was a technical reason why we literally had to have show notes for everything. Um, we we suspect that it's dragging the site down, right? Like as a whole. Yep. And and so I don't want to add content to my website, URLs to my website if they're not. If they're going to be thin in content, which mm. which a show notes page for a single episode, in even if I ha- made the greatest episodes of all time, are still going to be thin. You know, Nathan would argue, why don't you put the, transcribe the episode and put it on there? But I think that that is Google's going to be doing this shortly. Yeah, and I also don't think um, people read those. I mean, I just don't. Mm. Um, I think things need to be edited. I don't think you can just. I just really don't like the idea of that. And I think it's I think it's artificially throwing as many words at a page as possible to game this the Google system. I'm not into that. So I think two things. One for Money Lab, you know, if you say took the um uh the the income that you found article, like the the YouTube monetization yeah. piece. That you wrote it anyways, yeah, and then did an episode on it. Like I think you'd be crazy to not attach a player on that page. They, but like, that they, doesn't solve they belong the, together, right? But that doesn't solve the problem that Pam is addressing here, which is like there's no link for her to share. Okay, right. So, so I I also still agree. Well, I don't because there is links to share. Hmm. They're just not on my website. You can share podcast links right out of your Apple player, your Overcast player, whatever. There's mm. shareable links in there. Um, obviously, people want to draw people to those players, but not everyone uses the same player, right? I here's what I here's what I want from people. I don't want single episodes to have spikes of listeners. I, it's not. I'm not interested in that. I, I think. I'm not interested in putting together uh, these short little three-minute videos because I want people to subscribe to this show and love this show. And I think the really the only way to do that, like, I don't know. And I'm challenge me on this because I, mm. I want an alternative to this. 
I think the only way to do that is word of mouth. I think the reason we found success with So Many Matters is straight up word of mouth. That's that's bullshit. You think that's bullshit? Yeah, we've we we mastercrafted titles to match in other searches. We found guests and and our booking technique made them basically uh, agree that if they're going to be on the show, that they would cross promote it. Um, we built a website that has become the single biggest top of funnel for the show. Like, I, I think it, I think it's so. Look, if you gave it to someone, if like say I was like, hey Matt, um, there's this podcast that I think is really cool. It's called Listen My Matters. Uh, go listen. You know, yeah. you may go listen, and because it was personally recommended by me, maybe you know, one the chance you listening is maybe higher. It and is because higher. what what it is higher. But but then also because we're friends, so we we likely have similarities in yep. our personalities, whatever. You're probably more likely to stick. Maybe, maybe like many times more likely to stick. However, if you say otherwise in a quote unquote dumb channel, we're only able to convert three percent of all listens into subscribers. That means that of every hundred people who listened, you'd get three new subscribers, and we pedal in large numbers. Where if you can get a, an article with you know two thousand people visiting a day and ten percent of those listen and three percent subscribe, like you've got a massive inbound channel. Okay, so here's where I'm kind of hung up because my philosophy about content on the internet is when you publish something, you publish it real good, and then you mm -hmm. really don't need to do much marketing. It kind of sells itself. It's like creating a product. Everybody says on the internet, like. It, Put all of your time and effort into making the product, and you won't need to really market that much. Yet, we spend a lot of time in AHRFs, positioning Well, no, that's learning. Part of, but that's part of research. It's researching and right. developing well, the content, right? So, right, but, so, it's, but it's also we're marketing. I mean, we're not using it to promote, but we're understanding how best, so when we hit the publish button, it is as the best chance here, from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, okay. That's, but that's where I'm that's the crux of it. And I agree, and I'm saying that, that I agree with that. I'm taking Nathan's article, and he's saying, actually, the problem is everything after you publish. It's, mm -hmm. it's because, market, because podcasting and the platform is so flawed that it's, it's not your episode's fault or your, or your entire show's fault. It's the technology's fault. That's it's bullshit, because how would companies like Gimlet exist? You're, and Gimlet's a new company relative to the and whole. And I guarantee you that the, Gimlet doesn't grow because people are sharing individual URLs of individual episodes of it of their shows. I, I imagine it's a factor of. It's maybe I not just, their biggest. I would say it's not a factor of. I would say mm. it's um, – and I'm speculating, totally speculating. Here's my argument. My argument is – is I, I have this philosophy about creating things on the internet. I've, I've had success multiple times with, with the things that I've done, including Money Lab, where I haven't really promoted. I've actually anti-promoted. Mm -hmm. And yet I just I spend more of my time on the product itself, or at least try to, and I hope that people fucking make it go viral, make it share the hell out of it without I'm, I'm, me giving the buttons to them, without me making the technology easy for them. I'm going to say you're being incongruent with yourself. So, well, my um, point is, is my point is this: what percentage is five hundred dollars on the amount of money that Swim University made 
that month with YouTube. I imagine it is a small percentage. Small percentage. Yeah. And so for that to be like a win, I think then you you should also look at uh, growth in in the same way. Like, I disagree. My point, the point that I'm making is, I think that the the future of podcasting mm-hmm. and the way that we grow this show and Listen Money Matters, and after learning what we just learned with all of this, is we need to put more time and effort Absolutely. into the research and into the creation of what we're putting, of what we're talking into this microphone about. We need to figure out what it is about this show and about the other show and about other shows that we listen to that make them so great. Because I don't think, I think the people who are struggling to find an audience, including Money Lab, we think we can just put together a show very quickly, publish it, and call it a day. Those and, days and, are gone. And I think, huh? Those days are gone. Those days are gone. I also think that by even if we were to live stream this shit and find little nuggets of information and publish them on YouTube and fucking Twitter and Instagram and all and, and blast our shit all over the place, I still don't think we could do all that. But that's a massive amount of work in post. And we didn't, and if we don't spend that time in crafting the thing, then how the hell do we expect all of that other shit to work? Mm. And and I I don't have an audience on Instagram. I don't have an audience, big audience on Twitter. I don't have a big audience on YouTube. So we're basically just doing it all over again. When right now there is an audience listening to this show. And if we make each episode, if we really, really do our research and really refine what we decide to put out on this show, I think we're going to see success. Because I think doing 31 episodes in a row has taught me really one thing. Certain episodes just do better than other episodes. Yeah. And titles, topics. Yep. I, 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 was, approaches. I, was ta- I was talking to my buddy the other day and I asked him this question. I said, what, what makes you want to continue listening to a podcast? Like what, like if I gave you a show and you, and you put it and you know, if I told you to listen to something and you listen to one episode, no matter which episode it was. And you were like, Oh fuck, I'm addicted. Mm. How does that happen? Because that is what makes people go nuts and tell their friends about it. And I, I'm, I'm going to cite cereal because my, my whole thing about this this morning was like, yeah, Joe Rogan had one episode. Mark Maron had one episode that went viral. Yeah, what if one our one episode went viral with Listen Money Matters? That one episode isn't the entire growth of our show. Yeah. It's it's a spike. That's it. It's a it's a spike. And, and if then the it goes rest right isn't back good down the- or what people want, like just because a hundred thousand people listen to the Barack Obama episode doesn't mean they stayed around to listen to next week's episode. Right. That's my point. But serial mm. Everyone wasn't talking about a single episode. They were talking about the whole fucking show, the yeah. whole damn thing. That I think is, I look at Dan Carlin, like with Hardcore History, like people talk about each episode that comes out because it's basically an entire show when it comes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I, I just think that 
the 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 real work has to be done in learning right now. I think the best thing to come out of this 31 day challenge is that we have 31 episodes. People are going to listen to those episodes and I'm going to be able to ask them point blank, which ones did you like and why? And then go, okay, and find some sort of correlation in that. You know, oh, we like this one, the fly on the wall episode. That was the one we get the most feedback on. I'm like, how do you bottle up that? What made that so great? What made that shareable? You know we what I mean? I would say because we weren't putting on a show. It was <laughs> the two of us legitimately debating about our businesses. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I want the show to be. But how do you get – how does it – how do you make someone tell someone else? You know, it's like mm. I – look, I, the other example I want to give is, is this idea of virality. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a technical problem. I think it's a content problem. When I did the um, email market, the only thing that I ever really had that went viral was my email marketing posts, which if you go to moneylab.co slash email, that's where most of my audience came from. It was it's one, because it was ridiculous. It was one spike, but I spent months on it. Mm. Like it was crafted. And I had no audience at all, dude. How the fuck did it go? Just one person with a big audience, you know, That's or it. a few people. Yeah. I, 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 but, but I've never seen that again. That mm. was it. I had the spike and it's now been steady ever since. It's not like that spike continued to go up. That's not what happened. Is, like you can't really build a business on a spike. No, I you don't know, think that that's podcasting's problem. I mm. just don't. I, I I can't agree with it because I think if you're building, if you're trying to build a business on making viral content, then you're not really building a business. It's not going to work that way. Or you're you're just throwing out lottery tickets. It's like, and the thing uh, is, like when it goes viral, you're often not prepared. Right. And so it is. It is not uh, geared up to do all the things that you would have had it to do before yeah. it went viral. Like, I mean, even I if know, you get people to subscribe or do click affiliate links or whatever. Yeah. Even if you watch the video of Elon Musk smoking pot, what are your chances that you actually like went to iTunes or whatever podcast player and subscribe to his podcast because of that? Like mm. you, there's a, there's so many extra steps that you would have had to take to do that. And the ones that did do that and found the other episodes of a show are great. Yeah. That's growth, but that's it. How do you sustain that? You don't sustain that. You can't have an Elon Musk on every freaking episode. Yeah. But can you make your show good? Can you make it so that if somebody does find an episode like that, if an episode does decide to go viral one day, that all your other episodes are going to be like, whoa, balls. Mm. I, I, so that's why for, for me, like show notes are not important. Show notes are just extra text and yeah it makes it easy for somebody to like post it on facebook but i don't think that that's it i think you could you you know what pam could do honestly is write up what she just wrote to me basically saying like whatever episode it was episode 40 that she wants to share talk about that episode turn it into content for her facebook group and then people can decide to go find it they just go to their, you know, here, here's what you do. Go to out, go to your podcast player. Everyone has one. Type in Money Lab. Go to episode 40. Mm. 
And then I want them to be a subscriber. I don't want them to just listen. I want them to like listen intently and then go, okay, yeah, I'll subscribe. So the question is, might you be losing someone who would become a subscriber because it was difficult to listen? Great question, because that is ultimately what I'm wrestling with right now. And I don't and, mean and I don't mean to say what Nathan Barry is saying or, or a piece of well, what you're, he's yeah, saying. Yeah, you're missing out on things, but but maybe you're not. Maybe well, you don't those, know what you're, what, but what you're missing. But all of that extra work, what if you took all of that extra work? Like to, for me to create the show notes, like may not take that long, but it could be detrimental to my business because it's 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 extra pages on my website that you know like what happened with you, where it creates a lot of thin content on your website, and Google doesn't like that. So so maybe that's not a good thing. Um, you know, if it was video, if we were doing like video cast, is it really interesting to to watch a video cast? I don't know. Mm. I don't know if that thing if that goes away. Also, I don't want to watch Skype videos. I don't want to record us. It's more work. We have to hire somebody to do that. It's extra yeah. money. We can't. I can't afford to do that on Money Lab. With the Money Lab, the show doesn't make enough for even me to hire up an editor right now mm. to just edit the audio. So I'm not going to pay another person to to do the show notes and pay somebody to do the video and pay some like if that's the it, maybe if it's if I can. Maybe if I can justify it later, but right now I, I, I need, and this is the truth about anyone who's starting a podcast who maybe doesn't have that kind of money to do all of those things. It's again, that whole Pat Flynn thing of be everywhere. Like I, 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 I don't agree with that. I don't think it works the same way as it used to work. I think you need to focus on the fucking product, which is our show. And, and it will kind of take off a life of its own. Like, uh, you know, will you lose out on some? Maybe. But I will say that, like, anything that I've ever done where I put time into the actual product, like Asana for bloggers or the viral email thing that I did or, you know, some Swim You stuff that I did and, and Listen Money Matters, like, always paid off. Mm. And it wasn't because of us doing little tiny extra things. It was because we put effort into the product itself. That's the argument I'm making. I don't know if it's right. I don't know if I'm being naive. I don't know if I'm being stupid. Um, but I, to, I, but we to counterweight it. Yeah, I think, or not to counterweight it. Maybe to to uh, solidify what you said. Um, I was talking with somebody, um, and they've been, you know, Google's been to their office, mm-hmm. um, like weekly. That's what they said. Um, Google is going to be adding podcasts into search. Yeah. And the way it's going to work is Google's just going to have your feed. It's yeah. not because they're like finding it on your website. You're, you submit your feed to Google Podcasts. Uh, then they have it. You know, yep. transcribing is an easy computer problem now. Yeah. Um, and then that becomes searchable. And then you will be able to listen from within Google search. And so maybe that solves the show notes uh discovery conundrum yeah i think if i if i wanted to create a show that was video mm-hmm. then i will create a video show with a video podcast first component. show video first show with a podcast component mm-hmm. that's what i would do and i would do it the, the same way that joe rogan does it or h3 does it or, or everybody else is doing it uh i don't i can't do that right now i don't have the technology to do that we are in different states so it doesn't it's going to be skype and 
I, I need somebody to edit those, and I could have, need that to pay adds somebody hours and hours of work to yeah. When I could take those same hours myself and put it towards the content and choosing the topic and and choosing, you know, I don't know, I I, I don't know, I, I I just I'm sort of thinking, you know, yes, I believe that time should be spent. But where does it go? Does it go prior to posting or after posting? I, I would 100% agree that, I mean, like, if we're going to debate the nuances of whatever, you know, and we could talk about each piece individually, fine, but mm-hmm. the time, by and large, has to go into the product. I think it's it's stupid to, you know, if it was a zero-sum game, you had 10 hours, you're going to put on something, it should all go to making the thing great, you know, and if every hour was taken away from the product to promote... You know, that's kind of dumb. But let's take Pam's argument. Mm -hmm. What if what we created on episode 40, which I'd have to go... uh, Let me just go back and look at what that is. Uh, And maybe... I don't know if she's talking about that specific one she wants to share. Uh, So that was Making Videos for Profit with Thomas Frank from College Info Geek. Okay? What if that was the the thing that we're talking about? Even though we didn't spend a lot... I mean, that was sort of thrown together, that episode. It was actually done on the fly because we had... He was just on a call with us. We're like, let's we record. We like bum rushed him. We're like, by the way, Thomas, how's it going? We're yeah. recording this, and this is an episode. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe she's talking about a different one. But either way, am I, you know, maybe I did that. Maybe I did create the show. Maybe we did put a lot of time and effort in it. Let's, let's, hypothetically, let's just say the next uh, episode that we do, we spent 10 to 15 hours crafting it. Like, crafting. Like researching? Researching. So we've seen with Less Mind Matters, that seriously helps. Yep. That has seriously helped the show. Like when Thomas and I like got our shit together and just spent time researching, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the show got better. It started growing really quickly. Yeah. Uh, but without... But it's, see, it's not the answer have... I ever want to hear. Like, no. hey, you know that thing that took you an hour? Make it five hours. Yeah. Like, you never wanted to do that, but... Well, you but you have show notes, so I'm saying let me let me take uh, Pam's email and say, well, what if we did that on Money Lab? We took a, we took one episode, we like made it a what the fuck episode or whatever, and it's like whoa, holy shit! I want to share this. Is is it is me not having a URL to go to going to stop it from going viral? Like literally stop it. Or does it no, go viral see, without? Okay, it? fine. So, so I agree. Like, literally, got rid of share buttons because, like, the prevailing wisdom is like, if your website doesn't have share buttons, people no will not share it on social media. Well, sure. first of all, it turns out like almost no one clicks the buttons, mm-hmm. and of the buttons that get shared, you know, those shares result in almost no traffic, and whatever traffic they do is shitty traffic, and we've removed right. them, and like has not changed anything. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my point with show notes. Although I do wish there was a, a a resource page, and maybe that's just the answer. Maybe the answer is like like just like you have the toolbox that we mentioned at the end of the show at Listen Money mm-hmm. Matters. There's something like that where it's like, hey, I, we mentioned X in this episode, and I'm gonna put, you know, we're just gonna build one big page of like all of the things we talked about because, you know, I did get asked. People emailed me and said like, what 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 are the names of those of those you know, plugins that you use. There's no, there was no way to get that list. Oh my God. It's on listenwhymatters.com. I think I said that. Yeah, you did. But I'm saying, well, okay, bad example, but it, it, it good it's example not on money. because it's, then they're all coming to listenmoneymatters.com. Right. Well, it's not on money lab. <laughs> so it's like, 
uh, what is I don't know what that means. Like I don't I don't want to spend the time creating that article because I think it's like if I just created a page that just had those ten things, that's a pretty weak page. Mm. I don't know. I, I I don't have the answer for that. I don't also I rather I don't know. But but here's the declaration that I want to make about this show. And tell me if you agree with this or not. Because I think we're thinking the same thing about, and we kind of did an episode on this, and we talked about this off air, and I haven't recorded, but I haven't published it. But this idea that we we as creators of two podcasts need to do due diligence in crafting a great show that people love, mm-hmm. and what we're doing right now is is sort of just doing the same old, same old every week. And we're not listening. We're not revising. We're not, you know, we're not editing. We need to talk to our audience, find out what they like and dislike in in bigger numbers, and then take that with a grain of salt, as you always do, and then use your own personal taste and judgment and go, what do we like in a podcast? What makes us love something? What makes it? What's what makes us super fans? Like, what what can we do? to make this better. And I have a lot of ideas for List of Money Matters, which I think is a little bit easier because it's very like technically based. Um, I think for Money Lab, it's still a little bit of a struggle to figure out what it is. Because this show is never going to have a giant ar- audience. I think it's a little bit too specific. I mean, I don't necessarily agree. No? I think, you know, in asking people what they don't like, we, I mean, what they like, we have to find out what they don't like. Yeah. Um, and not do those things, you know, like a lot. So, okay. I was, wa- I was watching dancing with the stars last night with Laura mm-hmm. and there was like, I clicked on the wrong thing in Hulu and it was like some behind the scenes, something. And they were basically saying how they're unabashedly mainstream. Like they know they're mainstream yeah. and they're super trying to be mainstream. Yeah. And like just no qualms about it. that's yeah, what get, it is. Get the numbers. Yeah. Right. And, and then they make decisions based on that. Like, they're not trying to be cool. They're trying to be mainstream was, like, right. kind of how they described it. And you look at a lot of, like, business-y shows. And, you know, Startup was kind of one. Um, but there's, like, how I made this and stuff. And the mainstream will always be at the very beginning early steps. Mm. The into-the-weeds details is already self-selecting past all the people that failed, right? And the right. people that could give a shit about these episodes. So it's a smaller audience but i do believe that you know because everyone's going for mainstream you know if you were to do this well like convertkit has like almost twenty thousand or maybe more customers all of which could be subscribers as well you Mm -hmm. know and mailkimp has how many people that are so i think that there is value there it will never how many of those are even beginners too right that's true too you know, you know so that's what I'm saying. Even maybe 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 SEO maybe maybe Ahrefs is a better example because it's like you don't you don't start paying for Ahrefs unless you're serious. And, it, and it's priced that way. Yeah, it's you priced know? that way because I'm sure they I mean, don't. It's also a answer. massive tool, though. Yeah, I mean, and it's been built over years. But then I I know they make millions. Like yeah. I, I believe tens of millions a year. And there was like some article that alluded to something, and that means that they have an insane amount of clients. And those are all people who could be listening. So, and that's more than enough for this to be a wickedly large business, right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I just thought maybe 
this is a little like we talk about topics that are very specific. Like it's because it's like online business. It's it's like into the weeds sort of thing. I think we need to. I think the best thing to do after this is to look at what people, what episodes were good, and not just from listens. I don't think that that's the real crux of it. It's like completion rate and yeah. Well, I think it's just. I I think it's more anecdotally, right? I think Mm. we need to like put out a poll or some. I don't know. Some figure out some way. Like what was the show and the why, why like actually maybe freaking emailing everybody just saying like what tell me what shows did you like and, and we we have to do this later because not everyone's caught up but i want to know because i i have a feeling i know a few of them and i'm like all right well let's take those episodes and let's analyze them like let's listen to them and go why and you know, and will others like this i feel like it's it's distracting the sense that like you came back on Listen Money Matters, mm-hmm. and one of the things that you are interested and passionate about is like quote unquote travel hacking or leveraging points to travel, mm-hmm. you know, and perhaps pay nothing. And um, that is not something that we had covered, right? Yeah. And then we did, and the the feedback was like, like we want more of these things. And these are people in the community who like like Listen Money Matters so much that they want to be involved deeper, yeah. and then. Within the same breath, same thread, people are saying like it sucked because it wasn't, you know, deeper or more specific of whatever they want. And so I, I get nervous when loud is. Well, you well yeah okay so great thought because I think some people are just contrarian, especially nowadays. So in a public forum like that, you're just gonna have contrarians, and they're not gonna be helpful. But I I don't necessarily know that like, so for example, I, and I, I feel like we know more based on our experience of doing whatever, what is working people, whenever we announce our intentions, oh, and we've done this. So, I mean, in all the record of us announcing our intentions is in the feed over and over again, people flip out about it and and disagree with it. Right. I think you have to talk. To people directly. I think you have mm. to like literally talk to them via, via email or like on Skype. And I think you have to get just a general feeling and sense of what's going on because I think you're right. If you if you ask the masses, you'll get the data will be weird and won't be helpful. I also think that you again in, in your Facebook situation, like, yeah, if you know, some you know, oh, I love this episode. And some guy's like, I don't like it. It's like, mm. well, all right, thanks. You're not helpful. Um, you know, why didn't you like it? I don't travel. Okay, well, then the episode wasn't for you. Like, of course you didn't like it. That doesn't help us to, to make it better or not. And like, oh, I didn't like it because you sneezed every four minutes. Like, okay, yeah. we'll stop the sneezing. That makes sense. Yeah, that that's helpful. That's like, helpful. Wh- I used to, like, burp on episodes because I was, like, five. Right, you know, and we got a bunch of stop. feedback. Yeah. But we begged everyone to email us. People did. And every person that emailed us, we asked, how do you find out about us? What do you like? What do you don't like? Yeah. And we very quickly developed an understanding of what people wanted, and then we mm-hmm. just delivered. Yeah. And I and I think on top of that, too, like, we'll find out. You know, we'll, I'll do some research after this is all done, because this, this is not done by any means. The show's not going away. It's just going we back just to weekly. just get relief from dailiness. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to find out, like, which episodes in this 30-day marketing burst were, like, the best like what 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 really like what really pushed the envelope what really did it for people and then 
I, I we we should have played with the format a little bit. I think in hindsight, I think we should have like messed around with how we structured things. Mm. Um, because had we done, you know, had half the episodes been thirty minutes as opposed to an hour, what if we got feedback that was like, dude, thirty minutes, hell yeah, way better. Like, we, we I don't thought know that. we were going to do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> we still can. I I think it's, you know, I think. Yeah, that because that might be it. It might be like a big a big thing we could do to like to to push the needle the other way. Uh, you know, maybe there our fly on the wall episode is like how do we bottle that noise? You know, how do we? Mm. That's probably that's the wrong saying, but like how do we capture that magic? How do we ham it up with that? Yeah, how do is, we do is that, that the again? Right? <laughs> yeah, like, can you turn that into an entire show or is that special episodes? Like, mm. I, it 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 looks like people like five questions according to the stats. But it also could be the fact that five questions always came on a Monday and they were just downloading shit from the previous week. But if you look at the individual episodes, like they don't look any like it looks like people downloaded all of them. This equal mm. amounts, you know, at, like how much do titles matter? How much, you know, there's so many pieces that we need to look at and figure out like what it is that's that's, you know, working and not working. I mean, if you look at. If we just look at the top episode, the episode breakdown of the entire show so far, the the one that has the most is Don't Listen to This Episode. That was the title, which is about hero worship, but that doesn't really tell us anything. It just tells us... They, you have to look at the completion rate and stuff to... Uh... Yeah, which I don't have in this in these stats. Uh, the second one, and not by a lot, like by a very thin margin, is Scaling Up Affiliate Marketing. So, okay... Like, do everyone wants more about affiliate marketing? How to perform a content audit right behind it, like by a hair. So, like, I mean, I would parse from that that you and I are people who have run or created moderately successful affiliate based sites, Mm -hmm. and people want to know the tricks and the secrets. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a show on only that would would not run that long, right? And I think that we have more to to offer. There's more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna have to do actual talking to listeners. I think that that's mm-hmm. the move. And in fact, let's do that now. Okay. Go Hello, on. you're on the line. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi, my name is Andrew from New Jersey, and I hate this show. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for calling. Uh, so here's what I want to do. Um, I want – this is the last episode of our, of our marketing burst. Uh, I think that – you know, I'm glad we did it. We learned a lot from it. I've definitely been thinking a lot about podcasting this month and just mm. like how to kind of wrap my head around what makes something – um, successful and it's gotten me to think a lot. I mean, even though the results are not, you know, the greatest results ever, they're results and there's something to learn from them, whether it's like what not to do or what to do. I think that I have a good sense on where I want to go with this, but I need more information and I need to hear from you who listen to the show. Could you please do me the favor Dear sending God. me, huh? I said, dear God. Dear God. Do Otherwise me the favor we'll... <laughs> of sending me an email. Matt at moneylab.co. Shoot me an email. 
I don't care what the subject line is. It can be anything. I read every single email that comes in. And I want you to tell me what in the last 30 days or even since the beginning of the show has started, depending on how long you've listened, one thing that you liked about this show, one thing that you did not like about this show, and your favorite episode. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to gain from that. And, I, and, and be honest. Be candid. You know I love honesty. You know, you, know, I'm, I, you know I'm transparent. If you're like, dude, I hate your voice. I think it sucks. <laughs> say it. Get you an auto-tuner. Yeah, say it. Uh, yeah, you need, you need uh, you say the word like and um too much. Maybe that, maybe that bugs you and you can't listen to this show because I say the word like and um too much. Maybe you don't like that Andrew lives in Hoboken and maybe that just bugs you. Mm. Maybe you don't, I don't know, whatever it is. Maybe you like us, I don't know, doing some some weird thing that we didn't even realize we were doing. Maybe you do want us to publish videos to YouTube while we record this topless. I don't know. Do <sighs> you really want that? <laughs> no, I don't. But <laughs> you, you really know, want to do that? Sometimes you have to bite the bullet. <laughs> True. Sometimes you just gotta get topless. Uh, so yeah, please send me an email because I think that is gonna help make this show better. Uh, we're gonna continue to bring you to show every single week. We like recording. Uh, even if the audience isn't growing, there's an audience right now, and we're going to continue to bring this show to you uh, because we like doing it, and that's the bottom line. But it's always nice to grow. And I want to thank Ryan Kangal, and I hope I'm saying that right. It's at R-Y-A-N-K-A-N-G-A-I-L on Twitter. He gave me my new middle name. Hate us because they ain't us. If you have any other questions or topics you want us to cover on the, on the future episodes of the show, please email me, moneylab at moneylab.co, and you know to email me about uh, what you liked about the show. Matt at did. moneylab.co. What did I say? Moneylab at moneylab.co. Yeah, that won't work. <laughs> Matt at moneylab.co <laughs> will work. And when you do send me an email, of course, send me a middle name suggestion so that I uh, have a new middle name for every single episode. If you like this show, and I hope that you do, Please subscribe on Apple Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or where the ever you listen to freaking podcasts. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many goddamn platforms. But wherever you do, leave a review on that platform. That's super helpful. And if you really, really like this show, and this is kind of where I'm getting at with this whole topic, tell your friends, word of mouth. Point them, literally point them to your favorite episode. Go, hey, Andrew, you know what show I like that you would love to? It's called Money Lab. Find it on your podcast player, because I don't know which one you fucking use. But find it on your podcast player and listen to episode 36 or the episode titled blank, because it's going to blow your mind or it is exactly what you think. And yeah, I hope that you listen to it and go, Damn, dude, that episode was dope. Who are these guys? I'm going to continue listening. <laughs> that, that's what I, that's, I want that on, you know, I think that's scalable. Mm. So do that. I appreciate that. And Andrew. Matt. Thank you for doing 31 episodes in a row with me. It was my pleasure. No, it was my pleasure. And I, honestly, this, is, this, this experiment wouldn't exist if you weren't there on the other side of it. 
showing up on Tuesdays and Thursdays, <laughs> blowing out your voice. So thank you. Anything for you, Matt. Oh. Also, I need a million dollars. Not everything for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. Many things. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. Thank <laughs> you.